Hey everyone, I'm Russ Willett from PipesAndCigars.com and welcome to PNC's Talking Tobacco Live. Um, as you can see, we have a guest with us today. Um, in fact, uh, we, we put an ad uh, or a post up on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And believe it or not, Max, we got uh, 25,000 people uh, oh, checking Lord. checking out those two posts. So uh, no, if no even, pressure, though, right? Yeah. Now, <laughs> if even if a uh, small small quantity of those people um, show up, uh, we're we're going to be uh, crowded here. Anyway. Uh, let me let me introduce um, my guest for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, although I don't know how you wouldn't be. Um, we have with us Max Stokeby, uh, and he is with Lane Limited, which kind of works out nicely because as part of the products that he handles, he also handles his grandfather's blends. Uh, the Peter Stokeby brand, and um, and so we're going to talk today about something uh, really, really neat. Captain Black Platinum, and and mine's a little wrinkled because I've already tried it. But we'll we'll talk more in depth about Captain Black Platinum in just a bit. Uh, in the meantime, uh, let me uh, tell everyone what's going on on PNC, and then we can jump right into our chat. Here we go. So here's what's happening on PNC this week. The Viking Vidar uh, church wardens are $35 off, so they're only $64.99 this week. And um, this is a really important new product, I think, for the Viking brand, because uh, when Bjarne Nielsen was the uh, owner and maker of these uh, pipes, he, uh, he was known for having larger church wardens. And about 15 years ago, those disappeared. Um, but Viking has brought back the Vidar line, which are regular-sized bowls or slightly larger than regular-sized bowls, but with the church warden stem. Um, Buck apparently bought one, and he says he loves his nice and big. Um, well, there you go. So uh, the Viking Vidars are our pipe of the week and on sale. So uh, here's a chance to pick up a great new pipe and save some money. And introducing Captain Black Platinum, it's 840 a pouch. And we'll talk about Captain Black Platinum in more detail um, because it came kind of really out of left field. We didn't know about it until just a little while ago. And uh, I got... Uh, I got my hands on an advanced sample, and I have to tell you, I think 
it's a bit of a departure, but at the same time, I think it fits the brand really well. So we'll talk about that. This week we have the PNC accessory sale with over 50 different items, starting at 89 cents, ashtrays, lighters, as you can see, pouches, uh, pipe racks. There's all kinds of cool stuff in here uh, at a really nice discount. And we're carrying over our quick smoke cigar sale. Um, these are great, you know, if, if you have colder days in your area where you smoke outside, you don't want to be spending a lot of time out there. Uh, or for in the car or while you're walking the dog, these smaller cigars are really um, very accommodating. So... Uh, I, uh, I recommend anybody who's looking for a, a short smoke uh, to take a look at what's available because there are some great values here with cigars starting as low as 18 cents a stick. And then we still have some of the Bengal Slices Barrel Age 2022. Uh, that was aged in a barrel that um, started out as a single malt uh, scotch-type whiskey, but was originally used as a bourbon barrel. So it infuses the tobacco with a couple of really interesting scents. Um, and uh, they're noticeable slightly in the flavor. Uh, I think it's something that uh, a bunch of you are going to uh, be interested in trying. This week's Tobacco of the Week is actually two, Warhorse Bar and Warhorse Green. Uh, we've rolled the prices back. Uh, so if you like robust uh, tobaccos that actually have a fairly pleasant aroma, uh, here's a, uh, an opportunity to try something that I think you'll enjoy. And then this month's monthly deal is Bork and Riff. Um, buy more, save more, so you can get cans as low as $27.99, pouches as low as $5.99. So um, you want to take advantage of that uh, where... Not that far into the month, but um, we have a, a, a an opportunity uh, to save on pork and riff, so take advantage before the, the month runs out. And then today's cigar clippings, correcting a wonky burn. Of course, the, the most typical way to correct a, a bad burn is to use your torch lighter to singe around uh, the wrapper of the unburned area. But there's an easier way and one that saves more of the cigar and also um, doesn't have any of the negative side effects of, of uh, lighting a burning cigar. And, and that, that's this. If you have a cigar that's burning unevenly, uh, as you're smoking the cigar, rotate the long burned side to the top of your cigar. 
Um, it, that doesn't make sense because you think heat rises, so you'd want to put the unburned part to the top and let the heat come up, but it has to do with airflow. So if you uh, turn the part that's tunneling or canoeing a bit uh, to the top, it will gradually straighten itself out. And uh, that's what I've got for uh, this week's um, what's happening. So let's get back into um, our discussion. And uh, so Max, for those uh, who aren't aware of what your role is, uh, can you kind of bring us up to speed? Yeah, absolutely, Russ, and uh, appreciate the intro there. Really excited to finally be on your show. I know we've probably talked about this in the past, but, uh, you know, we finally had a really good reason for me to join, right? So yeah. thanks for having me, first of all. Not at uh, all. But yeah, as as you introduced me, you know, um, I'm, my name is Max Stokeby. I'm the fifth generation in our family lineage of Stokebys, and uh, more specifically, uh, Stokeby's, you know, working in the tobacco industry, right? Uh, which for my family goes back to the late 1800s. Um, so a bit of a pedigree there, you might say. Uh, uh, but, you know, as far as my background and, and, and history here within the, the industry, uh, I started with Scandinavian Tobacco Group Lane uh, Limited in 2014. So just short of, uh, you know, the 10 year anniversary here next year, all with STG. Um, but in that time, I've, I've been fortunate enough to get to wear several different hats and, uh, you know, uh, execute in different roles and different responsibilities for the for the organization. So uh, latest and greatest and where I'm at now, I'm the brand manager for North America. So that's the U.S. market and Canada for all of our uh, OTP products or other tobacco products, right? So, um, you know, I really get to, once again, wear a lot of different hats in this role, you know, uh, working with pipe tobacco and, and our brands within the pipe tobacco category, but also little cigars, uh, machine rolled cigars, uh, even a little bit of smokeless. So um, I truly get to sort of have my fingers in a little bit of everything with with my current role, which uh, which is exciting for me. But, um, you know, of course, with the family history uh, and even, you know, what what my dad ha has done for a living, uh, there is a certain uh, attractiveness for me with with this category. Right. And specifically speaking about pipe tobacco and pipes, of course. Um, so, you know, anytime I get to hop on and talk you know, a new launch or uh, anything we're doing for for our, our smokers out there, you know, it's uh, that that really just, uh, you know, that's like my, my happy zone. Right. So, um, yeah, it, it is definitely my my favorite tobacco product, if you will. And, uh, you know, I'm thrilled that I get to work with uh, brands, as you highlighted here, Captain Black, Peter Stokeby, Lane Bulk. Aaron Moore, Orlick, Borkham Riff, Sir Walter Raleigh. I mean, the list goes on. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, truly, truly fortunate to be in this position now. And, uh, yeah, you know, excited to be here to talk a little pipe tobacco with you guys. So, yeah, I, I, um, I'm, I'm looking at 10 years with STG in nine days. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, 
and and next year will be 20 years for me with bnc wow uh so i uh i was with the company pre-stg and uh and and since and uh so uh, yeah i uh, i kind of like the business myself <laughs> Yeah, what it, so either they, they can't get rid of us or we do a good job or yep. uh, maybe it's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah, right around 1976. Yeah, 76. I met your grandfather. Wow. Um, and one, one thing that I can see in you from the brief meeting that I had with him is that um, you're both very gregarious people. I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, because the, the thing about him was when he entered the room, he was the center of attention. Mm-hmm. And not because he was trying to be, but he just had that kind of personality that people were drawn to him. Mm -hmm. uh, he came in and just did a little meet and greet in our brick and mortar. And and people just couldn't wait to go over and say hi and, and share stories about the tobaccos. And it was, uh, it, it was uh, quite a nice memory. Yeah, I, I really appreciate the the kind words about my grandfather. And, you know, obviously that's part of what makes working in this industry so fun for me. And there's an extra personal touch and connection, right? So, but, you know, I, I can't tell you all the times I've met with retailers and pipe smokers and they've met Peter as well. And they'll tell me a very personal story and you know, it literally makes like my skin crawl whenever I hear these stories and it is, you know, surreal, bittersweet. I don't know what the right word is for it, but when you find yourself like literally where your grandfather was 50 years ago, for example, right. And, and you're like in there taking the same picture with, you know, now the owner's like son or daughter who's, who's running the business, you know, it's like this uh, perpetual cycle. Right. So uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm flattered to, to hear the, the compliments. Uh, Russ, but but yeah, you know it's it's uh, it's definitely a really fun part of working in this industry, and of course, uh, you know a ton of people in the, in the in the industry know Eric as well, my father, right? So yes. that's, that's also a level of connection there. But I think ultimately, you know, um, the big thing I took away from Peter, and this ties back a little bit into what you were saying, you know, what I always saw as an integral part to doing this job. Um, especially today, is the passion that is damn near a requirement for this thing to work, right? I mean, when you sure. consider all of the headwinds we have uh, being that, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're working with this taboo product, right? And it's sort of sometimes this us against the world mentality, right? So, you know, without the passion and the drive and, you know, that pep in your step, you know, things are going to wear you down over time, right? It's just sort of naturally what happens. So, um, 
Yeah, you know, I, I, I appreciate the kind words. And, and I think, you know, I, what I took from from Peter and Eric as well, to an extent is, uh, you know, integral in, in being able to do this job, in, in my opinion. So, oh, yeah. And and um, your your dad is probably one of the most even tempered people that I've uh, come across in this business. Um, I don't know if he was always that way with you, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, he's, he's just a very nice, soft spoken man. And, uh, and, uh, I, I, gee, I started the first time I met your father was when it was still Villager Stokeby. Mm-hmm. And um, that's maybe ten years ago now, or so. Yeah, more than that. More than that, yeah. Yeah. Right. And um, and, and I've always gotten along well with your dad, like your dad. So um, it's just great to see that that uh, family business, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, I don't think I ever saw that side out of my my father either. So either he's a very <laughs> patient man, or you know, I wasn't getting in enough trouble. So, um, but yeah, you know, certainly, and you know, it's funny when people ask me about it because to me, you know, my father is my father, right? You you don't see them as an industry person, right, or or right. Or, or something like that. So, um, you know, I, I think. Uh, I think I'm a little more verbose akin to Peter as opposed to Eric, right? But yeah. um, but certainly he's always led by example and, and how to conduct yourself and do it with uh, with class, you know, and with oh. dignity and uh, and keeping it professional, right? So those are always very important. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know that I've ever met anybody who had anything bad to say about your father. Uh, everybody likes him and, and for good reason. He's just a, a nice guy. Well, that's that's very nice. So so Peter was great. Eric was great. There's no pressure on me, right? No, no, <laughs> not none whatsoever. Well, actually, the first time you and I met, we hit it off pretty much right away. So a hundred percent. I don't I don't I don't think uh, you have to worry about that aspect of things. Oh, I appreciate it, Russ. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. Captain Black Platinum. So um, for those of you who haven't read up on it or gone to our website, because it is available for sale now, this is a mixture of Virginia and Burley. And I would consider it a semi-aromatic or a light aromatic. I don't, I don't find it to, to be heavily topped. Yeah, absolutely, Russ. Um, we do, you know, define this as a as a semi sweet top flavor, as as we pointed out. Um, to your point there, this is a carefully selected uh, mixture of different grades of Virginia, and it's also a choice selection of Burleys that we put into this blend. Um, the top flavor, of course, is uh, is a bit of a secret. But I can say that, yes, it is uh, semi-sweet. You know, to, to me, it almost gives off uh, slight notes of cocoa. Uh, 
you know, maybe on the slightly more uh, sweet side, right, as far as uh, aromatic tendency. But, you know, of course, with these things, it's always very subjective, right? And uh, might even yeah. depend on, on what you smoked before this or what you've had to eat or, uh, you know, where you're smoking it, right? So all those factors, of course, always, always play into it. But overall, yeah, you know, we wanted to honor the uh, brand characteristic of sort of representing some of the finest uh, aromatics that exist within the pipe tobacco category at a very reasonable price, right? So, um, but yeah, the concept with platinum, you know, in addition to that was to try to create something uh, that we might be extra proud of and consider like a notch above, right? In terms of, of the quality of, of tobacco we're putting in this pouch. So uh, yeah, extremely excited to launch Captain Black Platinum and, uh, you know, to hear what everybody thinks about it. I mean, that's, you know, at yeah. the end of the day, what we care about, right? Yeah, well, of course. I mean, you know, you you in the line, there are three that I consider on the robust side as aromatics go, uh, original, uh, cherry and dark mm -hmm. are all full bodied aromatic. Um, Royal is a bit uh, tamed down from those. Uh, and then gold is even a step mellower. Mm -hmm. um, but some people have an issue with all Virginia blends. Uh, they find that they burn a little hot and they, they may be a little bit, so maybe gold is, doesn't work as an all day blend for people. And I think that's where platinum comes into play. Uh, I see this as an all day, every day type of smoke, uh, something that you know, if you're going to smoke one tobacco, this could very well be ideal. Exactly. Yeah. And that was, you know, as you allude to the different blends that exist within Captain Black already, you know, to me, um, besides cherry, full disclosure, you know, I'm, I'm not really a, a cherry smoker, so not that one in particular. But yeah, to me, otherwise, you know, what what's synonymous with Captain Black is that um, you know, with exception to the gold, yeah, in case you, you, you're susceptible to, to tongue bite or something of that nature, um, they're all fantastic from, from the AM to the PM, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. And so that yeah. was something we wanted to, to, you know, hit home with this blend, right? So uh, we toyed with the idea of doing, you know, something out of the wheelhouse of Captain Black and introducing, for example, an English uh, you know, or something really wild and off the wall, right? Maybe a flake, but um, but we wanted to do something that that sort of spoke to the Captain Black smokers out there, right? And something that'll go in the wheelhouse of what they're used to, right? So um, we're really, really proud of the blend that we selected. Um, you know, I think the other fun thing we're doing here is is, you know, there haven't really been any Captain Black launches since, you know, possibly Grape. I see we have a comment here as well, mm -hmm. um, which was unfortunately discontinued due to, uh, you know, rules and regulations from uh, the federal government, essentially. So we were unable to continue to produce and, and sell Captain Black Grape. Um, with that said, 
you know, we just had the 50-year anniversary of Captain Black as a brand, right? It originated in 1972. It's the number one selling brand on the planet. You know, it's sold in more than 30 countries. I mean, there's a ton of, uh, you know, I go back to this word again, pedigree behind this brand. Uh, but we hadn't really done much with uh, the tobacco, right, and in introducing anything new uh, since since great possibly right and, and obviously we had to pull that back so we're really excited to to do something new with this brand uh, and once again you know more importantly we're really proud of this blend um, so you know I, I can't wait to see what the reception is out there and uh, you know I, I hope uh, I hope people find it as as tasty and and as as great as a, for an all-day smoke as 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 me and you do Russ you know clearly yeah so. I I enjoyed it a lot. Um, you know, and, and a little background, um, Captain Black came out in 1972. Well, came out commercially in 1972 because it was sold at the, the lane shop in bulk. Yes. Um, before that, but I came into the business in 76 and in 76, Captain Black was already number one. So yeah. it only took four years uh, for that for that brand to take over the market. Um, what I can see with this particular blend is if there are some people out there who are Captain Black smokers who also smoke Carter Hall, uh, or Prince Albert. Prince Albert, exactly. And they would really like to just stay with Captain Black. I think if they go to the Platinum, they'll find that it'll work very well for them. Absolutely. Absolutely, Russ. Um, you know, for, for me, uh, the other kind of exciting thing with what we're doing with Captain Black and launching this product. Um, I'm sure as, as your, your viewers here have noticed and, and, and the customers and PNC faithful, um, you know, we're doing some really fun stuff behind this brand from sort of, uh, you know, uh, marketing campaign perspective this year, right. With the, uh, classy gentleman, right? He's back again this year. So hopefully, as as some of you know, last year we did a pretty fun video series uh, with our classy gentleman, who's handing down the uh, you know lessons in class, right? And what is classy and what isn't, right? Uh, but also giving away some awesome stuff and uh, and of course promoting some cool things. So you know, if you haven't checked it out, I really recommend heading to captainblackpipe.com this year, registering, check out what we got. Um, you know, in the future, this will also be the place where you can come and find out any other news about what we're doing with Captain Black, uh, you know, in 2024 and beyond, right? So we're very excited to, uh, you know, do another year basically with, uh, with our classy gen here, right? And, uh, as I said, there'll be some cool prizes up for grabs as well. Um, artisanal cheese boards, uh, pure bar of platinum, right? Stuff like that. Uh, so really kind of trying to keep it fun and, and engaging, of course, 
uh, for everybody and, and, you know, certainly people who are, who are new to pipe tobacco as well, right? This is, as we know, a great start point with Captain Black. So of course, yeah, very excited for everything we have going on uh, this year. Yeah, and, um, and something I'll mention to uh, the folks who are listening is that um, on PNC, we also have some Captain Black branded ceramic tobacco jars. So if you're someone who buys the cans on a regular basis, and sometimes you find that toward the bottom of the can, things are starting to dry out a little bit, pick up one of these, uh, these jars. Um, they, they have a bale closure and a nice thick silicone gasket. So very little air can possibly get in or out. So now you can just take your cans, put it in that really sharp looking jar and, uh, and clamp it shut and it's going to stay nice and moist uh, for whenever you uh, want to fill a bowl. And let me just address something that, that Samuel brought, uh, brought up. Is there any research going on? Well, at Stokebee, Stokebee is SDG now um, to make a Latakia that tastes like a Syrian Latakia. And really, they, they wouldn't be in a position to do that as much because the Latakia is being done in Cyprus. That being said, I know I, I heard of one processor who is experimenting with maybe different woods or different smoking times hmm. to try to get closer to the taste of Syrian, but I haven't heard of anything being finished uh, or that they're happy with at this point. But who knows? They keep it going. Maybe they'll come up with the right combination and there will be something more similar to Syrian. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you hit the nail on the head, Russ. You know, this, uh, that the process of smoking this oriental leaf is uh, sort of done before STG receives the raw tobacco components. So, this is ultimately a matter of kind of grower and uh, and their curing process, um, which as you allude to, of course, with Latakia has uh, been changing a lot, right? It's, it's, it's been very dynamic over the last 10, 20 years even, right? Where, where, where it's coming from and where the world supply is, is grown. So, um, but yeah, you know, definitely uh, something that we pay attention to, right, as the world's number one pipe tobacco manufacturer. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and so not that I'm asking you to, um, to spill the beans, but uh, any other new stuff in the, uh, in the works right now? Yeah, so we do have some stuff in the hopper. Um, you know, I'm not in a position yet to really disclose more of 
what kind and what brand. But trust to say, we have uh, some really cool stuff in the works uh, right now. Actually, it's uh, one of my current projects. So uh, as with everything, it takes time, right? So hopefully this time it's uh, it's less out of left field for you guys, Russ, and, uh, and the rest of the PNC team. Um, we did move pretty fast on Platinum. Um, that's not going to be an issue moving forward. I can promise you that. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, we, we, there'll be more news in 2024. It's safe to say on, okay. uh, on what's next to come from, from Lane and, and PNC. So yeah, stay tuned. That's, stay that's tuned. cool. That's we're, really we're, cool. We're very excited at, at what we're getting back to doing for the pipe tobacco category and, um, you know, doing what we can to serve as sort of stewards of the, the leaders of this category, right. And, and, and this product. So being that lane is in the position that they are, right. Um, I think it's important, right. To, uh, to treat that position with the respect that it deserves. Right. So, yeah, so definitely, uh, be on the, be on the lookout in 2024 for, for what's next. But, uh, yeah, you know, this thing is just in my eyes, getting going and gaining momentum. So, uh, you know, I feel comfortable in the driver's seat now. Right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, very excited to, uh, to share with everybody what we have coming, uh, but you're going to have to wait a little longer. So try, try platinum in the meanwhile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, I, I found it, um, I found it to be an enjoyable smoke. I mean, I know a lot of people think because I have my brands and and not only my brands but blends that I've made for other people that um, you know all I smoke are my tobaccos, and that's far from the truth. Um, and like when I'm in the car, I I, I don't want to smoke anything special. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm when I'm smoking in the car, it's just a way of keeping me a little more calm because I I'm not I used to love to drive. Today, not as much. Um, I have a daughter who grabs the wheel and she's like this. And I've known some sailors in my life and their language doesn't even come close. When she gets in traffic, I mean, she is just, uh, she's hellfire. And uh, so, you know, I try to avoid that and do everything I can to stay calm. Right. And so when I'm, when I'm smoking a pipe in the car, it helps keep me relaxed. And so if I'm doing that, I really don't want a tobacco that's grabbing my attention. It's something that's there that I can taste. And as long as it's pleasant, you know, I'm not trying to pick apart the nuances of the blend or, 
you know, anything like that. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just enjoying a pipe in the morning. Mm -hmm. And this is the kind of tobacco that I could easily, uh, enjoy to and from work. Um, and, and uh, I, I'm very pleased with it. It's, it's the first of this type of tobacco that's come out in a while. Yes. I think. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Sort of that hybrid somewhere between a natural and an aromatic, call it an aromatic light, if you will. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and we were trying to sort of walk once again, that line of providing something aromatic, but also letting the tobacco notes in the tobaccos we've chosen for the blend do, you know, stand out on their own, right? At least to a certain extent, right? Um, so I think we've done a good good job of that here, right? Um, yeah, you know, I think for me personally, I've got, uh, I, would, I would guesstimate I have one of the world's largest rotations of pipe tobacco blends that I smoke because, you know, like I said earlier, outside of cherry blends, uh, there's really nothing that I don't enjoy as far as flavor profiles and blends. Um, so typically I just try to smoke something new more or less every time I smoke to sort of keep my palate fresh and, and understand what's happening. And of course there's, you know, a ton of what our competitors do as well that, that you want to stay on top of. Right. That said, um, I find myself gravitating to this blend, uh, every day. Uh, yeah. in the house right so to me that's a really good sign when i find myself coming back to it and doing it earnestly and and less so because i feel like i need to try this thing and understand you know what, what it's about right so uh yeah you know to me that that speaks strongly for this for this tobacco when i find myself sort of coming back to it as a man with uh you know who's spoiled spoiled in choices right and russ i'm you are you are as well to an extent right given uh the nature of our work, right? Which sure. is, is great for pipe smokers like us. Uh, <laughs> also just every which direction, right? So it's nice to find something that sort of calls to you again, right? Uh, yep. It's been a while since I've had a tobacco sort of call my name in the, in this fashion. So uh, yeah, once again, really, really excited to hear what uh, what people think about the tobacco when they try it. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not privy to what's in it other than the most broad terms but in smoking it i think i can detect some of that mahogany burly that lane likes to use um there's something kind of woody and nutty mm -hmm. like a like a pecan or a walnut um about that particular burly and there's a little bit of that in here and and uh, to your point the top note isn't strong enough that you can't taste the tobacco underneath a hundred percent absolutely yeah yeah so we're uh we're very happy with this um you know as i mentioned earlier i'm hopeful that this is uh the start of something fun with regard to captain black right so definitely stay tuned for uh for further down the road as well. 
Yeah, it, it's, um, you know, for, for those who aren't in the business, um, of course, for all of us, the FDA regulations um, presented a hurdle. But, of course, also, one of the first things that happened once they announced that these were going in place were uh, the legal departments picking through the regulations uh, so they could inform us as to ways that maybe you might be able to bend it a little bit. And, and so that's what we've all been kind of thriving on for, uh, for the last seven years is trying to uh, find ways to make the old new again. <laughs> But um, it's, it's a challenge, but um, wiser people than I uh, have figured out certain ways of, uh, of, of tap dancing around it a bit. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and this goes back to my earlier point with, you know, passion in my book being a requirement is that when you add up all of the headwinds and issues, you know, both external and internal to some degrees, right? But but certainly external, uh, you gotta be quick thinking and you gotta, you know, you gotta wanna find a way, right? Um, and find a solution, right? Otherwise it's, it's, it's much easier for us to throw up our hands and say that's not possible than to uh, launch Captain Black Platinum, right? So. Um, this is something we're proud of once again, you know, very excited to see what people think. Um, you know, to your point earlier, Russ, Lane hasn't launched a new pipe tobacco since the Peterson acquisition, uh, acquisition um, you know, which is now three plus years ago. So, you know, for me as the brand manager for all of these great pipe tobacco brands, you know, if there was going to be another year of us not having anything new, fun, something to share, you know, it was going to be a bad year for me, I'll be honest with you. So, yeah. you know, once again, this is why this, it came quick and fast, uh, you know, but it's here now and, uh, and uh, you know, we're, we're really proud of it. So, uh, yeah, sure. ex excited to see what this can mean for the future as well, right, as far as, you know, uh, laying you know, continuing to, to, to launch new things within this. Yeah. I, I mean, I, when I go to a show and you and I will be in Chicago in another couple of weeks, mm -hmm. um, one of the things, one of the comments that I get from time to time is I'll be in the tent and I'll be smoking a cigar. And people say, well, what are you doing? You're, you're, pipe tobacco blender why why are you smoking a cigar and it's for the same reason that you constantly switch up your pipe tobaccos because if i don't smoke something different than what i smoke in a pipe i, I my palate goes dead mm -hmm. so the contrast the flavors between a cigar and a pipe tobacco is enough that it it helps me not get 
tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, you know, one of the things also you and I both deal with uh, working for STG is that, you know, I can say, and I can say it proudly, that we play by the rules. You know, our company is not going to allow us to do anything that could jeopardize any of our companies by flying in the face of regulations or whatever else. I think that's you know? a really strong point, Russ. And, uh, and, it, and that speaks to a bit of, of, you know, why it's taking a little bit, but also now that when we do launch something like Cap and Black Platinum, I can promise you with good faith that this product is going to exist a year from now, two years from now, um, you know, to your point, Russ. Yeah. We, we, you know, given the size that we are, right. We, we have to operate uh, in a certain way. Right. And, and, and it does give me pride as well to know that, you know, we, we, we play by the rules more. Right. And, 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 uh, and, it, and it's nice to know that when we launch something and if it's, a, you know, uh, a delight to pipe smokers out there, we don't have to go make that tough message in a year or two and say, hey, we didn't go through the proper approvals, having this registered, right? This was just put out there and we were just selling it while we could. You know, glad you liked it. Hope you like the next thing, you know, which also won't exist longer than we can keep it under wraps, you know, and not to say everybody does that, of course, but, um, but I agree. And I think that is a strong, strong point, Russ, that, you know, anything that you see coming from STG, it, it has staying power, right? Uh, it's not going to be gone tomorrow, right? No, so, but, no question. And, and, you know, that's, look, every company is going to interpret the regulations and the rules their own way sure so i'm not i'm not picking on anybody or saying that anybody's doing anything wrong mm -mm. it's that they looked at the regulations and said to themselves well this stays within those parameters where our company's interpretation is no that's stretching it Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it, it does kind of tie your hands a little bit, but at the same time, to your point, if you want to sell a sustainable project, a product, you've got to make sure that it lives within the guidelines. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, of course, the time and money we spend on, on doing these things for it to go away a year or two later, you know, it, it, yeah. it financially, it doesn't make sense. Right. So, um, but yeah, you know, very, very excited for this. Uh, I will say Russ, you touched on this briefly here. Um, we're both going to be at the Chicago pipe show this year, which yes. is uh, fun. And yeah, I hate to say it, but this is like the first time we've been at one together. I think it's, uh, you know, the last do, time, the last time was three years ago at Richmond. 
Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, and and I know. Has PNC been at the Chicago Pipe Show before? Maybe three years we, ago. We we went we went for probably eight or nine years in a row, and then when we were purchased by STG, um, we we had one year we took a break. Uh, because we were still trying to get all our pieces in place and and sure. get our our ship righted as it were and uh, and then we started going again and then we ran into a situation where basically our staff was kind of stretched out and uh, to go to shows became really difficult but now that we're restructuring things a little bit, our team has gotten a little larger uh, to, to try to um, take a little bit of the pressure off. And that will probably allow us to be at shows a lot more frequently in the future. But So when do you think the last time you guys were at the Chicago show was? Oh, I can tell you for sure. Um, over my shoulder, you can see a bowl, a metal bowl on the shelf. And that, that, that was 2019 when we uh, introduced John Cotton's Double Pressed Virginia. It won the Chicago Bowl in 2019. And then, of course, came the pandemic. Exactly. Exactly. Which gets me to my point is that I think uh, anytime you can have a show and Lane and PNC are both there, that's probably a good sign, uh, right? And uh, obviously, I, I was in attendance last year for the Chicago Pipe Show as well. You know, there was uh, the factor of getting it back up and running since COVID shutdowns, right? Um, still was a good show. I think this year, is going to be even better right um because you have had time to plan it you know we have of course all of the uh cohorts from the rest of the world outside of the states that love to attend this show as well they're now better able to do that of course given that the trickle of covid has sort of more or less run its course through those places as well right so i think it's going to be a great show um I'm very excited to be there. You know, I think if you have any interest in STG tobaccos, be it from Lane or the PNC exclusives, Chicago Pipe Show is the place to try stuff like that and uh, and talk about it till your your throat is is hoarse, right? So, um, very excited to be there with with our full presence and and you know more or less as a team, right, Russ, between us and you guys. Sure. Um, and of course we'll have Captain Black Platinum there as well, right? Uh, I was going to ask you if you're going to bring some. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have Captain Black there. We'll have the classy gentleman as well. If people want to check that out. Um, that being said, depending on where you're at in, in the country, it might be cheaper to, you know, buy the pouch and try it that way versus flying up to Chicago. Uh, you know, but of course, if you can make it, please stop by and see us, um, you know, I love being at, at this show and uh, 
meeting with all the pipe tobacco nuts, right? It's we all transcend on this place. So, uh, you know, it, it truly is like a really fun time for the, uh, for the, in, we go there. In, so. in the evening, um, that's when, uh, that's when some people start getting a little squirrely because they'll see tobacco blenders, pipe makers, all getting together and talking. There's no arguing, there's no fighting, pleasant conversations with a lot of laughs. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes this business different than anything else that I've done in my life. You can be a competitor and still be friends. Oh, absolutely. You no, know, absolutely. Uh, I think it goes back to my earlier point too, with, you know, nicotine being taboo, how it is this whole, you know, the whole industry sort of bands together more or less. Right. Plus Russ, I know if you've been around as long as you have, because I've seen it with my own eyes, you start to see people bouncing from place to place. Right. So it's, it's, it's always good to, uh, you know, to, to, to give that handshake and, and smile and be polite and, and keep it professional because you never know who, uh, who you'll be working with in the future. Right. Uh, it's, it's, a small, it's a small world out there, uh, in my opinion, but, but to your point, I think that's what make these events so strong as well is that, um, I can probably count on three fingers the amount of, of bad actors I've met in about 10 years of working here. And that's not just within SDG. That's, you know, the whole industry, in my opinion, and maybe I've gotten lucky. But, you know, I think what tends to happen is when people are so tight knit and, and everybody knows each other and their and their grandmother, yep. the bad eggs tend to get filtered out, you know, for better or worse. And yep. uh, and I think generally speaking, you're left with really high class stand-up people uh and that once again goes for for the people i work with and the the people who smoke my brands i mean it's uh truly truly something that i consider myself very very blessed to get to work with that you know type of person if you will right um especially when i see the online discourse it's like whoa <laughs> yeah people are crazy out there so uh yeah yeah I, um, Buck just, uh, asked if Skipjack will be available there. Um, just so you know, uh, I'm beside the Facebook live, I'm involved in our social media presence. Um, a lot of times I'll write the captions for our social media posts and things like that. And we decided that last Saturday we were going to run a social media post uh, regarding a new tobacco called Skipjack, uh, one of my blends um, flavored with a top note of tuna with, uh, with underlying notes of the Dahlia onion and Japanese mayo. Oh, goodness. And then I, I got my hands on some PVC pipe and I mocked up a pipe and put a, uh, a baby bottle nipple on the end of it. And we said that, you know, this is the first pipe ever 
created and made by me. And it was far and away one of the most successful social yeah. media posts we have ever run. Of course. That's yeah, awesome. It was, it was so much fun sitting here on Saturday, just checking in every hour to see what comments were made and everything. It was hilarious. And, and God bless them. But there were those handful of people who were like, what? Really? What? You did what? I was like, yeah, no, April Fools, folks. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I still think that if you did bring that blend to the Chicago Pipe Show, <laughs> some people would smoke it. You know? um, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be me. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I, I would never smoke a blend like that unless it had jalapeno in it. <laughs> you would uh you would have somebody smoking that blend and then tell you at the very same time that it tasted better better when they tried it 20 years ago you know? yeah well yeah yeah <laughs> um or people who told you that they tried a blend that never existed <laughs> um i i mean i've certainly gotten that one before and you know it's it, it it's just fun to to do stuff like that because if you can't enjoy yourself working in this business you can't enjoy yourself anywhere absolutely absolutely no i i certainly agree um but you're gonna have people asking you where skipjack so prepare oh yeah i'm 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 sure. And so, you know, maybe what I'll do is I'll uh, bring a can of tuna with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just just in case. Um, but yeah, that that was that was really a lot of fun. It was hilarious. Um, mostly everybody got it. And yeah. when they did, they had some really fun comments to make. Yeah. Uh, some of them were R-rated, but but for yeah. the most part, it, it's it's just a, a kick to be able yeah. to. Well, hey, we're an adult product at the end of the day, right? Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, Sean says it was hilarious how people believed it at first. Well, you know, uh, to that point, um, we we have a graphic designer who works with our social media team, Courtney, and she just knocked it out of the park. I mean, she she photoshopped tobacco into what looked like a sardine tin with the top peeled back with the peeler yeah that's great and and so she she did that and then put a logo on the side of the tin and the the pipe that i made when they shot the image of that we have a um, we have a mascot for pnc his name is stewie and what he is is a 1950s advertising line drawing cartoon mm. 
so he he looks like a middle-aged guy and he's always got a wink and a smile and a thumbs up and you know that sort of thing and so she photoshopped stewie on the pipe i mean it looked legit huh oh she just she just did such an incredible job Uh, i i was so impressed with that because here we are trying to play goof and she just took it seriously and it you know if somebody didn't take it seriously it wouldn't have come off as well right 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 yeah you got to make it look like it's a real you know a real product happening yeah exactly and and here's a nice comment from justin that he says he wants to say thank you to lane limited bringing back the glory of sir walter raleigh velvet half and half and granger um the, these brands were really suffering and you brought back what made them legendary in the first place oh well, i appreciate the kind words justin yeah those are absolutely very important brands to us so uh yeah ha- happy to see them getting their their time in the sun yep yeah uh, i'm uh, i i'm really uh grateful for that too because half and half was uh well at least toward the end of his life it, it was my dad's tobacco mm, yeah half he, and half uh, great yeah he smoked he smoked a blend from a local shop for many years uh and it was a early based blend that had a whisper of latakia in it and it also had some deer tongue. Ooh. Yeah, it, it was a very, very pleasant smoke. The the uh, shop that sold it, of course, said that it was blended in-house. And years later, I found out initially uh, when they were buying it, they bought it from Philip Morris. <laughs> and later on, UST. Hmm. Um, and they were selling the same blend to like dozens of different brick and mortars around the country but they would just put their own name on it let them yeah right because i i can tell you from that blend at least two other blends that i tried over the years from local brick and mortars that are the same damn tobacco (laughs) but uh but he smoked that for years and then um they sold UST sold off to um, House of Windsor. The House of Windsor, when they did the um, the private labels of that sort, they replaced the blend that was Burley with some Virginia and Latakia and Deer Tongue, and they took, um, what was the blend? It was one of their their stock blends and put it in that can. And it wasn't long after that that the shop closed up. And, ah, of course. Um, and so my dad switched to half and half, and that's what he smoked the rest of his life. Uh, but I introduced the blend in 2005. That's a recreation of my dad's old blend. Did you have deer tongue in it? Um, 
we're concerned about using deer tongue because of coumarin content. Right. But there's a German company that makes flavorings for the industry. And they found a way of recreating that flavor without any coumarin. Hmm. And so we use that in its place. And I got to tell you, to me, it tastes identical. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. They, they, they had a clever name for that flavoring. They called it coumarin replacement. <laughs> a little on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it, it really, it, it does have that same aroma as deer tongue or Tonkin. Mm -hmm. And both of them are similar in, in aroma and flavor because they both contain corn. Well, I'm glad that you guys were able to find a solution because, yeah, I mean, I think deer tongue in the blend is, uh, you know, sadly a thing of the past, probably. This goes back to you know, what you have to do to retain a marketable product, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, we, we don't play fast and loose. We already talked about that. Yeah, um, exactly. exactly. Yeah, we, we're going to do it by the book. Anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, spending more time with you in Chicago and being able to go to the tent and have a pipe um, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, I do this from home and, um, you know, in our lease, no smoking in the house. So, uh, I, I can't even have a pipe while I'm doing this. What I'm hoping, um, is that when the weather does break and I should say when it breaks, here we are in Pennsylvania in the first week of April, and today's going to hit 80. Ooh, there you go. Um, but as the weather gets a little bit nicer, if I can find a place outside where I can still hook up to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, sit outside. I'll, yeah, I'll do more of this from, uh, from the yard. Uh, when when the the weather is a little bit nicer, I think um, that's a, that's a good uh, motivation for my uh, afternoon meetings today, Russ. Maybe I'll take those outside with a pipe because uh, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm with you, brother. It's a uh, I've been patiently waiting for spring. You know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Some I have my uh, my little Chiron going on the uh, bottom of the screen. Uh, mentioning improved production values coming soon. The equipment is finally arriving. Uh, most of it arrived yesterday, but that certainly was not enough time for me to learn what I need to do um, to upgrade things. But I'm getting um, a, a soundboard and microphone uh, that will definitely give better audio quality. I'm going to be putting up some soundproofing in here. Um, and then I'm going to be putting a, uh, a green screen backdrop behind me so I can do better virtual backgrounds. That's fun. Uh, but it, it serves another purpose. And th this is a brick house. 
So um, the walls to the outside to my left here are kind of hard and reflective. But when I put that backdrop up behind me, it's going to cut down the space and hopefully reduce any echoes that I get from in here. So the sound quality is going to improve. We're switching software, which will allow me to go from 720p to 1080p uh, for the uh, camera. Uh, so sound and video are going to improve, uh, and we're going to have more software available to us. So we're definitely going to be um, making some improvements in the near future that um, that I think will uh, hopefully make this a little bit more enjoyable for folks. And then you can see now you can listen to this wherever you get your podcasts because our social media folks just take the audio from the Facebook Live and they put it up as a podcast called PNC's Talking Tobacco. And you can find it in most places wherever you get a podcast, uh, which is great because you can listen in your car uh, to and from work. Uh, the only problem is we do warn you to be careful listening to the podcast in your car uh, in case you tend to nod off uh, from listening to me talk. <laughs> so um, we do want you to be careful about that. And also now you can share this live stream. There's a button um, on, on your browser page that uh, will allow you to connect with other people and you can watch the live stream together. So that's pretty cool. A bunch of new things going on, uh, hopefully to make this a little bit nicer for all of you. Um, and that's all I have. Do you have anything in closing, Max? No, I, you know, thanks again for, uh, for inviting me on the show today, Russ. Uh, certainly would love to come back in the future when, when there's more to share, as I teased here earlier. And, uh, you know, otherwise, uh, I look forward to seeing you and, uh, and everybody that can make it out to the, to the show in Chicago, of course. So, yeah, yeah I'm definitely uh, looking to seeing folks. Uh, David here mentions that uh, further research showed Comrin and tobacco, especially pipe tobacco, isn't as big an issue as it's made out to be. We, we are pretty well aware of that. Uh, unfortunately, if there's a question, we don't take chances. So that's, that's why we made that, that move. Uh, but says uh, he loves the new and improved emails and order tracking. That That's great. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, David wants to know, is it Russ or is it Memorex? Uh, oh, David never came close to falling asleep listening to me. Well, that's nice. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, uh, talk, talking about the, the blend, I uh, wanted to know uh, the, when I replicated my dad's blend, it was called, it was called Old Tartan. Um, 
it's it's not available right now, but we do plan on releasing it um, as a limited release um, sometime this year. And it will only be available in one pound bags when it comes out. But uh, we're going to do that um, for those people who are real fans. We'll have it a limited quantity for a limited time. Anyway, thank you so much, Max, for coming on. Um, you know, it's, it, it's funny because uh, even people within our company um, refer to you as royalty because of your, because of your family. And the funny thing is having met three generations uh, of your family, uh, no one acted like royalty. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Russ. I do. Um, yeah, I, I've always tried to leave my own footprints. You know, it's uh, I can't can't get too focused on the, uh, you know, walking in the steps of my forefathers too much, right? Uh, that's a uh, that's a shadow I don't think I can overcome. So you just stay focused on on what you do and and try to make the best of that, right? So, but I, I do appreciate the kind words always. It's, it's very flattering and, and an honor. So, you know, thanks for having me on the show. Not, not at all. And, and there was something you mentioned at one point, I think it was at the Richmond show, that uh, we have to revisit uh, you mentioned getting together to try to come up with something new between the two of us. I would love to do that. I, I would love to do that. Just like now, um, I have a little bit of input uh, regarding Stanwell. Um, that kind of gave me goosebumps when I first found out that I was going to be involved because Stanwell was my favorite pipe brand when I got into the hobby mm -hmm. and still is my favorite brand. And so now to be involved in it is just kind of one of those moments that you never thought you'd see. And the idea of getting together with a member of the Stokeby family to, to come up with a new blend that would be great too. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, uh, the honor is all on my side, Russ. Really, I mean, I think you've uh, you know you've got majority of the uh, uh, the smoking expertise between the two of us, right? Uh, <laughs> so, so you know, I uh, I always try to try to recognize you know who to listen to, right? And 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 I think. Uh, I think putting 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 our two heads together and <clears throat> deciding what you know we think could be fun and also of course what'll resonate with uh, you know with our with our, our fans out there is uh, could be a really fun project. Now I'm really excited to start that process with you as well here in April <clears throat> at the yeah. end of the month. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I suppose I should have teased that as well. Um, yeah, the the next cool. thing you see could very well be from. Uh, from these two masterminds here, quote unquote. <laughs> well, yeah, it's um, it, it's always it's always fun to start a new project, but this would be uh, this would definitely be something special, and so yeah. 
Well, and uh, it goes back to, to what I said initially, right? It's uh, I think when you can put two really passionate people in a room and on a project together, 99.9% of the time, really great things are going to happen, right? Um, and I think we have that in the two of us. So, you know, I think that's that's a recipe for success in itself right there. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I can't wait to share kind of that. I'm, call I'm, I'm, I'm just calling this up front. No Virginia Perique blends. <laughs> it seems like every other blend that has come out in the last two years is a Virginia Perique blend. And I like Virginia Perique blends and I've made a number of them. But I'm really sick of seeing new Virginia Perique blends. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, you can, you can, that's, that's a, uh, a violin with only two strings on it. <laughs> you know, there's, there's not a whole hell of a lot you can do with a vapor that's going to be different than what other people have done. So no vapors. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, Max, and thanks to everybody who tuned in. Um, I uh, will definitely see you again next week. And the week of the show, the last week of the month, uh, we'll be doing the Facebook Live from Chicago. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, what I'm going to try to do, we'll get to the venue um, because we land at about 9 a.m. And we'll get a car and go to the venue. And then what I'll do is I'll, I'll go to the smoking tent to do the Facebook Live. And I'll see if there are any familiar faces there. And if there are, I'll, I'll get them to join me for a little bit. We'll be a show by committee, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Max. Thanks to everyone. Have a great week. I'm Russ Willett from PipesandCigars.com. Thanks for watching. Thank you. Bye.